just nice quiet day today. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get started. Um, so let's go ahead and start by just breathing into our heart space. And we'll just kind of settle the energy right into our own hearts. So we're gonna breathe in from 360 degrees around us into the heart. And then we'll exhale that back out from the heart. And as we draw in 360 degrees from the heart, we're drawing in all the different aspects of ourselves. We're allowing all parts of ourselves to come right back in through the heart. The heart's an amazing, has an amazing capacity to neutralize, transmute, zero out, all kinds of things. So again, we'll take a nice deep inhale from 360 degrees around us right into the heart and exhaling it back out from the heart, 360 degrees. There we go. And so um, what I'm seeing is like in the center of the heart space, there's, and this has been happening energetically for a lot of folks lately, there's, there's literally like the essence of us or the, um, yeah, the essence is being ignited is the best way I can say it. So we can see it as breathing into our heart space and or we can see it as breathing in from all the aspects of our being in through the essence of our being and back out 360 degrees. And each time we do that, there's, this field of energy, the essence, that is getting activated, reminded, um, kind of supercharged in all kinds of ways. And that's the very energy that we're all, we're all working to bring here at this time. Yeah. So, one more deep inhale from 360 degrees into that essence. And then we'll exhale back out. There you go. And then when you're ready, we'll go ahead and open our eyes and we'll, okay, go ahead and put your questions in if you have anything or any experiences that you're having lately or things that you just like to have a little, little bit of a check-in on. So that would be really helpful. I will say that one of the things that I have been hearing while you guys are writing in the box, um, one of the things that I've really been hearing a lot lately with different clients, uh, private clients especially, is this phrase, the timeless essence of our being. And I find it fascinating that that's showing up. Um, and it has been over the last two or three weeks quite a bit. And what that says to me, especially when it shows up in a lot of different people over a short period of time, is there's something that is available to us now collectively that hasn't been available before. So this timeless essence of our being is something that we can start really noticing. We can start living from, activating, um, expressing as, and I think that one of the 
biggest things that I've noticed, at least in these clients to date, is there's there's a fundamental shift in perception. So, you know, we're having a human experience clearly, um, and that human experience is um, it's an important one. And the question is, is do we identify ourselves as as that which is having these experiences or or are we identifying ourselves as that essence you know are we are we coming from the human identity or are we coming through and from that essence of our being and for those who are really getting that who who are really acknowledging that you know that essence is first and the way it gets expressed or the way it moves through their life is kind of second. When they start paying attention to that essence, um, quite a few things start transforming. So it's been kind of interesting to, to witness and watch that over the last few weeks. So anyway, Sharon, do you have anything for me? I have one question. How, okay. how do you uh, start paying attention to your essence like how do you know yeah so so to me anyway you know we spend so much time being external or paying attention to you know other people's thoughts and ideas other you know the woulds the shoulds the coulds that literally are put upon us by others so some even just some quiet reflection even just going inward and what shows up what is that space that you're entering when you're inward, when you close your eyes and when you reflect into your own heart or into your own essence, that space is going to feel just like that. It's going to feel like space. What quality does it have? What, um, what does it do to your body? What does it do to your awareness to put your attention in that space? That'll start cluing you in or tuning you in to the essence of your own being yeah and as we sit in that field more and more as we plug into it more and more that field really starts to grow and what's really cool is we all come to this planet with that essence fully you know fully ready to go yeah it's like we're coming in as that essence and what happens over time, of course, is we get layered upon everybody else's woulds and shoulds and coulds and, you know, um, everybody else's idea of what we should be is their interpretation, but it's not the essence of who we are, right? And so it seems like right now, anyway, there's this real possibility to start tuning into that and letting that take precedence, let that become bigger within our field um, and it will pretty much as you start tuning into that it will pretty much start telling you you'll you'll notice what that is you'll notice what that essence is um, and who you are as part of it by the reflections that you get back from yeah i hope that makes sense so all right is there anything else I have one person who said they're going to submit a question. They just need a few minutes. Okay, cool, cool. 
Yeah, so we can just take a few nice deep breaths too while we're waiting. <laughs> so sometimes just tuning into that essence works really well. Well, it always works really well. It's, we don't often take the time to do it though. One other thing I will say while we're waiting is, I don't know if you all are noticing this too, but the last couple eclipses and the last, uh, just a couple days ago, the solstice, summer solstice, those equinoxes, solstices, um, they seem like they're really packing a punch these days. And I don't know if you guys are noticing it, but um, even those who have not been sensitive to that kind of energetic kind of configuration um, or astrological configuration, planetary configuration, that energy is ramping up like three days before and it's peaking and it's um, holding on for at least three or four days afterwards too. So I know at least in my experience, what used to be you know, a day before the day and the day after is seems like it's just elongated more so than it than it has been. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of depth available to us. We have to remember that we're all being driven back to core um, to our core. Yeah, whether it's the core essence or the core um, issue that keeps us from that essence, everything that's going on right now out in the world is driving us right back to that. So we can use everything that's going on right now to kind of go, oh, what's, what's that hitting? What's that? What are we noticing about ourselves in that energy? And if we'll keep using that, um, you'll things start getting quieter out there, at least for you. So, yeah. I have been actively focusing on spiritual teachings for 25 years, but Phil, I have been on a path for all of my 71 years. So what you are saying resonates. My mother, my best friend passed away nine and a half years ago, and then my daughter seven and a half years ago on the same date. I have been trying to shift the emptiness inside, but can't, any thoughts? Mm. Well, one, I'm just, I'm noticing energetically that here you are in between these generations, kind of acting as a bridge between these generations and both of them, you know, are, both of them leave and, you know, you're here still holding that that bridge yeah and so and it's the image that you give me is just that it's like um let's say if you you know if you just have an image of a bridge there's something on either side right there literally is something typically there's something on either side and when there's not anymore um, those people on that side, you're showing me, you know, just I, the question for you is what, what else can you bridge? It seems to me that you were here bridging generations and you are 
still bridging, still a bridge, but what other kinds of activities or experiences or realities can you participate in that bridge two worlds? Because you're really good at it. You know, it's, I think it's part of your, your nature. Um, and you can do that through, I mean, you can do that through internal contemplation. You can do that by going out in the world and experiencing the world. Um, and it's not, you know, um, this is different. You know how some people are like connectors, you know, they're like that connector kind of energy. That's not what I'm seeing here. Not that you couldn't be that, but it literally is that, say you, if you take, say you take um, two sides of a subject, you know, and there's plenty of them, there's plenty of polarization going on out in the world right now. So you could literally pick any one of those. And there's something about you energetically that when you sit in that, when you contemplate that, you literally are bridging those two worlds. When you're seeing them as, when you're seeing yourself as the bridge, um, that's exactly what's happening. And I'd also consider that like when you go out in the world and you're, say you're engaged in, you're with friends or you're with other family members or, and there's a discord there or there's something going on, there's something about your energy that when you kind of ignite that, when you elicit, when you bring to the forefront this capacity to bridge, you can kind of just call that forth energetically and just kind of watch what happens. Because I think you'll just kind of notice that people quiet down, people kind of see or have a little more compassion for each other. Um, but you could do it either way. And I, um, yeah, it's, um, and I under, I mean, I completely understand the loss. And at the same time, you're really pointing me to this position that you held, you know, within these, within this, uh, within these two generations. And even when you go out in the world or when you consider you know, what you want to bridge energetically, it doesn't have to be about generations. It's really any divide, yeah? And there's something about that that really fills you up. Yeah, yeah, so thank you. Thanks for the question. I have been feeling a sense of extreme overwhelm internally recently, but feel a big shift occurring. Hard to put into words, but try my best not to let outside situations and behavior of others affect me or cause additional stress or discomfort, my children and my husband. Mm -hmm. As it seems like an endless cycle, I want to be a support to them, but also want to support myself. If I am up and out, they seem to follow, follow anything you can offer to help support this. Yeah, I think especially right now, like I was saying earlier, I mean, everything that's going on in our personal lives, in our collective lives, it's all pushing us back to, or let's, we'll use a less masculine word. It's inviting us back to our essence. It's inviting us back to what stands in the way of that essence. And so as far as I'm concerned, the more we pay attention to what's going on internally, the more we're the more we're uh, 
focused on what's arising within us and, and integrating that, the better off those around us are, you know, there. Um, and, you know, especially when you're a parent, it's easy to say, well, yeah, the, yeah, but my kids need me or, you know, that kind of thing, or, you know, sometimes wives will say that about their husbands, but at the end of the day, um, what, especially in this energetic climate, what really supports everybody is this kind of grounded presence, yeah? And we don't get that grounded presence by kind of looking out um, at everything else. We, we, we achieve that grounded presence or come to be in that grounded presence by paying attention to what's arising within us and meeting it, like literally, meeting that part of ourselves. So, you know, for, I know, you know, on those days when I'm kind of, you know, I climb, <laughs> I go up and out. Um, and again, you know, at some point I have to ask myself, what took me up and out? Yeah, what was it that took me up and out? You know, how am I feeling when I'm up and out? Or how am I, how was I feeling when I decided to go up and out, right? And then just have a conversation with that part of ourselves. And it kind of goes back to the same thing over and over again. It's, um, it's kind of like a broken record, but it really does the trick. Yeah, because everything in our life that's coming up is coming up to be neutralized. It's coming up to be integrated. It doesn't always feel like a gift but it is a gift, you know, it's showing us some part of ourselves that just wants to be met. So, um, yeah, and it, it is as easy as, you know, wow, I'm, I'm triggered by this. I went up and out, you know, what is it that, what, who am I actually talking to? Number one, what part of me is triggered? And then what does it need? And sometimes it just needs to be acknowledged. You know, it just needs to be acknowledged. I notice I've been catching a lot more lately. I've been pretty open with allowing myself to have, at least more recently, all, all these different facets of myself, you know, and, you know, the, the one that's scared, the one that feels strong, the one that's angry, the one that's whatever, all those different pieces. But I've been noticing lately how protective I can be you know, how protective I can be of my own heart or, and all of a sudden it's like everything that was, what I noticed is everything that was um, triggering me, it all had something to do with me protecting my heart. It's like, I would protect my heart and then I go up and out. And so, you know, what do I really want? You know, what is it that I'm, and not what do I want from somebody else, but what can I really give myself in that moment um, and sometimes it's just the acknowledgement of, wow, you've been protecting your heart for a really long time. You know, sometimes it's just that acknowledgement. Wow, you, you know, you don't feel very safe in this situation. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that part of you kind of goes, oh, I've been heard. I've been seen. I've been recognized. I'm not being made bad or wrong for, you know, being uncomfortable in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that's helpful. Hmm. 
Okay, this question. I have been getting into some difficulty with someone I live with, and this is a repeating pattern. I am doing a lot of personal work, embedding love, and finding it hard to forgive myself afterwards. Can you say anything about this to let this energy pass without the story entanglement? And then it has, I understand. This is our trauma imprint showing up, and when away from the person can bring compassion to the situation rather than blame and shame. Right. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like anything um, that trauma and drama took a little bit of time to imprint and take hold. Right. So it also takes a little bit of time to unwind that energy and or it takes a little bit of time until it doesn't anymore is the truth. But but in this place where you find yourself it really is a matter of when you get to that place of beating yourself up or being, you know, angry that you got angry or frustrated with yourself that you got frustrated. Really, in those moments, we just have to stop ourselves and, and understand, right? Have some understanding for that part of you because we know, and you just said it, it's not the adult mature woman's self that is getting upset or is trying to infuse love but maybe isn't getting back what she really wants from that infusion of love right maybe some part of you is still looking to infuse love so you can stop the discomfort right and so let's just look a little bit deeper there right um what part of you is attempting to do that what part of you is attempting to put love into the situation and then ah it doesn't work quite the way you want it to and that's frustrating and that's irritating and then you turn that in on yourself right you you turn that in on yourself and you make yourself wrong so we just have to acknowledge these things we have to acknowledge that that's what happened and um and that we're not you know, we're all in a process. We're all kind of in a learning curve. Yeah, it's not this whole idea that somehow we're supposed to be able to undo something that took lifetimes to do, <laughs> you know, that it's just like, okay, um, it's a nice idea, but it doesn't happen that way. Yeah, um, it's also true, at least in my experience, that it doesn't always have to take forever either. Yep, that we can start addressing these things and all of a sudden kind of has a chain reaction. You know, it, it's, um, yeah. So I hope that's helpful. I, hope I answered your question. Or what are some different ways to conserve energy? I do meditations daily, but my thyroid drains it off before the day ends. How can I help myself? Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting. What you're showing me is, again, we, can, we have been conditioned to believe that we only have so much you know, um, that there's only so much um, for any given day. And there's different levels of 
experience and different ways that we could address this particular question. But for the person who's asking this, there's something really, um, there's something really important for you about opening up to the fullness of your field, opening up to the, to the, the bigness of you, right? Because a lot of times we'll, yes, um, we'll, we'll go into a situation and especially if we've been exhausted by thyroid stuff or, you know, I've had that my whole life too, but um, you know, when we're, when we've got some physical symptomology that says, okay, we have a limited amount of energy. We go into different situations with that mindset. You know, I only have so much energy to expend. Um, where do I want to expend it kind of thing? And it's a, it's a great question, but you in particular, there's, it's almost like there's a bigger field and you could even say there's a bigger voice um, for you. And, um, and there's been some conditioning that, again, there's been some, yeah, there's been some conditioning that's kind of choked that off, that voice off. And so if you imagine if somebody's got you by the throat, <laughs> you're only going to have so much energy, <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, that's drained out of you, right? So, so let, let's take the hand off the throat, energetically, let's take the hand off the throat and let's open to that bigger field because there's a lot of energy in there. There's a lot of energy in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you don't take care of yourself. It doesn't mean that you don't kind of modulate when you need to modulate. But I think the key here is that if you're going into the situation, assuming that you only have so much energy for that situation, you're going to be depleted faster. Whereas if you go into that situation kind of tuned into the voice that you want to have in that situation it seems it's very much around how much you say and don't say is what it feels like <laughs> as to how exhausted you become after that interaction or not. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else? Yes. Uh, my body feels like it's aged a lot over the past year, <laughs> despite eating well, drinking water, etc. I think it's related to the ascension process. I wonder how to support myself better. Yeah, wow, that, I understand that feeling. Um, I think what we have to understand is that the body is literally working over time and you're one of those individuals that on the one hand knows that because you are supporting it and attempting to fuel it as best you can to let it do its job. Um, what I will say is that it's like, the way it looks to me is like this energy winds down through the different fields um, and it's literally every single 
cell in our body is getting transformed. Every organ, every system, you know, bones, glands, you name it. Every single part of your physicality is shifting and changing into a different vibration. And as it shifts and changes into a different vibration, it has to detox anything that can't go into that vibration. So you've already got this, you know, the water and the food and the this and the that, which is great. Um, but the other thing too, is we just have to have one, some compassion for the body that, that this is where we are. On the one hand, it's great because it, we're finally down into physical transformation. We're not talking about some out there energy. This is the physical body is altering. So one, we have to have some compassion for the body. And also we have to have some gratitude for the body and its capacity to go through a process like that. Because in, you know, in lifetimes past, when you got to this place, you left your body. You didn't, you didn't make this kind of transformation and stay in a body. Yep, it just, it just wasn't even possible before. So I think, you know, appreciation, gratitude for what the body is going through, um, supporting it as you would support a good friend that was going through all kinds of things and you wanted to make sure it was easy as possible for him or her. It's the same thing, same thing here with the body. And the other thing I, I will say is, because I catch myself doing this all the time, and I've really had to check myself on it. When our bodies aren't doing what they we want them to do, or kind feels like it's not quite up to speed, our mindset can be really harsh towards our body. Oh, I'm, I'm looking old, or I oh my gosh, I've aged so much. You know, what's underneath that is somehow this idea that the body's not doing a good job or the body's not capable of keeping up. And so let's let's back away from that first. You know, it is doing an amazing job. It's doing, quite frankly, it's doing something that it's, a body has never been asked to do before. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, unless you were some master level consciousness in some other dimension or reality where you were doing that purposefully and you had all kinds of support to do that, that's that's a that's one thing but here we are you know regular moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and kids you know and our bodies are just going through that transformation so um yeah kind 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 as kind as we can be um yeah and and it it might take more it might, it might, your body might be asking for even more than what you're currently giving it. Yeah. We kind of go, okay, it's like, this is what I have time to do. This is what I'm interested in doing. But really just tap into the body. Is that, is that enough? Or because it's kind of extraordinary circumstances right now, the body might have some extraordinary requests <laughs> too. Yeah.
Yeah, make sure you're a lot of, make sure you're getting not just good water, but um, good sleep, of course. Make sure that you're, you really do have some time outside. Make sure you have, you know, opportunities to really be grateful for the fact that you even have a body right now. Yeah. You know, there are many moments when you kind of go, oh, <laughs> maybe not, <laughs> maybe I'm done, you know, kind of thing. But nevertheless, um, it's quite a ride. Yes. Uh, in the current climate, I am quite isolated and find myself listening to a lot of guided meditations. And I wonder whether I am not allowing enough space for my own inner guidance to come through. Like this is an ideal time to be sitting with myself, but this can be challenging at times. Yeah, yeah. I, and maybe it's, maybe it doesn't have to be either or, maybe it's both and, you know, this opportunity to especially if you're feeling a little isolated and things like that sometimes when we shut everything off and it gets really quiet inside of our heads or maybe it's not so quiet inside of our heads um yes that can definitely be a little bit more challenging so the combination of guided meditation and 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 listening and it doesn't always have to be you know, sitting cross-legged on a chair somewhere, you know, that, that invitation for something to come through you um, is just that. You, you're consciously making that invitation and then go for a walk or, you know, make that invitation and clean your house or do the dishes or take a drive or you'll, you'll find that, you know, a lot of times we just, forget to invite these bigger parts of ourselves that yeah that could know or could offer us something we just forget to invite them in yeah hope that's helpful <laughs> okay this question is when feeling stuck can it be in the body and can we communicate more easily to release it? Yeah, I think a lot of times, well, especially right now, I think when you're saying stuck, to me, that means that there's just a coagulation of energy that hasn't been met yet. It hasn't been, we haven't spoken to it. We haven't found out anything about it, right? We haven't actually had a dialogue with it. So wherever just like when, just like when we're having certain feelings and we can say okay well how old is the one that's having that feeling we can also you know speak to the different parts of our physical body as well so you know if you've got a block up in your intestines or you've got your kidneys are hurting or your head's overwhelmed and that kind of stuff we can we can ask those same kinds of questions there because again you know, our life is naturally and organically designed to be fluid and that includes our bodies, right? We're not, we're not designed to be in dis-ease. So, so what needs to be met in order for that energy to start moving again? So, you know, you have a headache. How does that headache make you feel? Um, what are some of the qualities of it? If you ask that headache what it was 
what it wanted you to know or you know sometimes if we just start describing the qualities of it some other story or some other awareness will come to us right it's like oh it's a pressure oh my gosh I got so much pressure in my head and <clears throat> I can't see straight and you know whatever those symptoms are if when you see them written down like that you start kind of going oh that's the energy that's holding that particular block in place yeah what does it need sometimes again it just needs to be acknowledged and then it'll move again how can we condi uncondition ourselves how do we actually identify that certain thought belief and that is ours and how do we unravel that in the first place um literally moment by moment by meeting it by not pushing it away right so most people have been conditioned to have you know they'll allow certain feelings and they won't allow other feelings they'll allow certain experiences but not allow others you know and so if you have a if you have an identity as someone who's you know a very a nice person and you know kind and loving and all this and then all of a sudden one day you just get ripping pissed off you know you just something hits that button and you just boom you know typically in those moments we kind of go no i'm a loving nice kind person i'm not the person that gets ticked off you know that's and so in the moment that that happens we you know we're i'm not that <laughs> that's not me you know and we start beating ourselves up for being it and or we just push it away and go try to do something else we try to but again we are we are all all that is ever has been ever will be we are all that is ever has been ever will be and so all that is isn't just the lofty beautiful you know zend out experiences it's all that is ever has been and so if that energy is there in that moment one let's acknowledge that it is part of us it is an aspect of us yep because the minute you push it away man it's got to come back again still going to come back to get your attention another round so let's acknowledge it yes that is how i feel right now that's where i am it's not none of it none of it the glorious parts or the crappy parts none of it is who you are but they're all experiences that you're having yeah it's not none of it is who you actually are it, so so let's just bring it close instead of pushing it away yeah and every single time we do that what we're basically saying it to it is hey i know that what i truly am is big enough to take this too it's big enough to invite this in it's big enough to love this support this yeah and we we literally then start just using our daily lives as our if you want to call it a spiritual practice but our daily lives and the way our lives have been set up for us become an opportunity to meet these different parts of ourselves and when we really see life from that vantage point things start slipstreaming a little bit easier um yeah it just and, and, 
I forget this all the time. And then I, and I think I like forgetting it because when I remember it again, I'm always so amazed. So it's kind of like, wow, it's like, there it is again. But when you think about the fact that there are, you know, 7 billion people on this planet and that each one of them has a different life circumstance. Each one of them is triggered by different things. Each one of them is encouraged by different things, right? I, I just, I find it fascinating that the universe sets us up in such a way that everybody is going to get these very detailed reflections of themselves back so that we can be present to it, so that we can actually meet it, integrate it. Yeah, I just, I, you know, and on those days when it's really crappy, you know, it's very easy to think that the whole world's working against you. But what if that's not true? You know, what if it's simply showing you something that has blocked, something that has been there for a really long time or has remained stagnant for a really long time? Cool. That is it on questions. All right, that sounds great. Okay, let me see if there's anything else I wanna share with you guys today and... Um, Let's play a little game here just for a second. So let's assume that there are all of these aspects of ourselves or that there is a time in our future where we really feel pretty integrated. We really feel pretty darn good, yeah? Where we just feel that we're capable and that yes, things are going to arise, but they flow out and through pretty easily. Yep, so whether that's an aspect of you that already exists, uh, maybe a future aspect, let's just pull that aspect of us closer. We're gonna just invite it, it already exists. Before all that is, ever has been, ever will be. We also already exist as that, in that, let's say that purified state, that integrated state, that conscious, yeah, state, a joyful state. Yeah, and so we're just gonna pull that energy closer in. And you can really do this with anything. You know, if we're having a struggle on one side, that's the aspect of ourselves that we're paying close attention to in that moment. But there is also a part of us that has already overcome that challenge and that obstacle. Yeah, and so if we just, just for the fun of it, may not change anything in that moment. But just for the fun of it, if we tap into or even question, you know, even maybe recognize that that aspect of ourself already does exist. 
let's just, I mean, if we just felt into that just for a second, oh my gosh, it's that part that's just, the part that's in joy, the part that's in awe, the part that's happy to have a physical human body, the, the, the part that's, that's just really okay with the world transforming as erratically as it is right now. You know, there's these aspects of ourselves exist. They're part of all that is, ever has been, ever will be. And the more we tune into them and the more we invite them, well, the more we tune into them, the more we invite them to become present in our reality. They start taking up space. They start making themselves known. Yep. And so just a little bit of daydreaming goes a really long way. And you can also do it with how you would like to perceive others. You know, sometimes just spending a little bit of time in that energy where, you know, the two of you are enjoying each other's company, where it's easy and it's light and it's fun and it's, yeah. You can literally energetically create that space. There you go. All right. Yeah, play with it. You're really, it's amazing, really. It's like we don't know how powerful we are because we don't spend, we spend time with what is. We don't, it, so it's almost like we have a, a field of all that is, ever has been, ever will be. But we're so conditioned to just pay attention to the ones that we always use. You know, I, every time I get upset, this is what happens. Or every time this person comes in, this is how I feel. That It's a very small little box that we kind of pull information from. But let's, let's just move through that. Let's move past that. Where is the one that is in joy? Where is the one that is because he or she is in there too, yeah. And for those of you who've got like kind of energetically sensitive kids, I mean, this really works. It really does work to feel. It's not just the law of attraction. It's it's what I'm getting at here is we are vibrational beings, and we have a tendency to cue into certain vibrations, right? Because it's it's what we're used to. But what happens if we just play with others, other vibrational aspects of ourselves, you know? And, and it as you start creating that imagery and that feeling in your body, you literally create a vibrational invitation for people to match that. And if we create a different, if we create a well-worn, imagery and vibrational pattern in our body, then people know what to expect and they give us that. Yeah, yeah. 
had a little girl not too long ago, I went to visit her, a friend of mine wanted me to go and visit her um, parents. She's had an autism diagnosis and they were just having a really challenging time with her. And I walked in and she's boing, boing, boing. She's all over the place. She's just like, she was like on steroids going all over. And it was an adorable kid. I sat down with her mom and we were just sitting on the sofa and she, and we started talking and I said, what would you really like? You know? And she goes, you know, she goes, honestly, I go, she goes, it would just be so nice to just sit down and watch a TV show with her, just have it, you know, be quiet and relaxed and this kind of thing. And so, and so we were just, I was like, oh yeah, that would feel good. Now we were just kind of milking it. We were just like, you know, it's like, it would really make you feel like, you know, you had, you know, like you were a successful parent in that moment, you know, you've got that cuddle time, you've got this, you've got that. And as we're just having that conversation, all of a sudden a little girl came right up on the sofa, sat down next to her and put her head on her shoulder. You know, it's like, she'd never seen her stop. You know, she had just, but again, it's like, we're paying attention to what we're seeing. We're not paying attention to what we would like to create. Yeah. So, and we're powerful enough to get what we put our attention on. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you, everybody. Lots of love. Thanks for joining me tonight, and I'll see you next time. Bye.